Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Clarissa Burt, who is the founder and CEO of In the Limelight Media and the author of The Self-Esteem Regime. Clarissa, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. How about you, Timothy? Good? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Yay. We just found out we're, we, were, well, we're, we were potentially once upon a time, maybe homies, but I don't think you were born when I, <laughs> when I was living in Round Rock, Texas, I, or Georgetown, Texas. I don't think you were even born yet. Yeah, I don't think I was either. <laughs> Gee, thanks a lot. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, we like to hop right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun. Okay, so yeah, I was born in Philadelphia. You know, as a kid, I just wanted to be on the big stage, you know, bright lights, big city, the stage, and that sort of thing. I started out as Mary Poppins in my kindergarten play, so I was well on my way. <laughs> and um, and then you know, I I started to model, and I was you know living in New Jersey at this point. I was back and forth to the city. Long story short, as I went to an agency, by the way, name of Wilhelmina, got myself over to Europe in the early 80s. And that's kind of where the real career started with my modeling. And and a lot, you know, I had a really, really great career. That parlayed into some acting. So you may remember me as uh, Zaida in the NeverEnding Story Part 2. I was the mean queen that would take all the kids' wishes. So uh, after that, I did a bunch more movies, and then I really decided. So then I went into television, worked on live Italian television. I lived in Italy for 30 years, and so I worked on television there. And then I started to produce my own television uh, shows. So what I wanted to do is exactly what I did do, and all of its ramifications, everything that's a microphone, a stage, or a camera in some way, shape, or form, that's what I do, and that's what I know. Gotcha. So you started out, you modeled for a bit, then you went into acting, and now you run your own TV show. Yeah, I've got a, a, something. I, I run something. I'm the CEO and the founder of In the Limelight Media, which consists of live TV uh, or live video, VOD, so video on demand television, a podcast on 15 different podcast platforms, and a digital magazine. We're, right now, we're doing a, a website redo, so we've got a lot of things up in the air. But I've got a mastermind also that I run called the In the Limelight Blast Her Mind. So we gather women and we do some cool things with, you know, with my book. As well, we'll get into that in a minute. But um, we've got that. Then I, I take also I take entrepreneurs back to Italy, uh, so that we go through like you get to meet some really cool people: Lamborghini, the Ferraris, Ferragamos. You get to meet, you know, go to back back um, backstage at the Vatican, if you can call it backstage. You know, the behind the scenes <clears throat> at the Vatican. We just do, you know, European part. I mean, Italian Parliament. We have a lot, a lot of fun on my trips as well. So yeah. At the end of this year, I'm doing an event for women. It's called the Women's Global Event, where I'm going to be bringing in women from all over the world to talk about you know, the position and condition of women as it relates to looking good, feeling good, being good, and living a greater good. So, phew, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And is this your fun? Like, this is what you do for fun? Are there other yeah, things? It's a great, yes, it's a great question. You know, um, I just got back. I drove, one, I drove from Phoenix to San Diego six hours on Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Did eight hours worth of an event. So, you know, on stage, the whole nine yards. Signed 120 books. Got in the car at 8.30 and was back here by 2.30 on Wednesday morning. So that, to me, is fun. That's, you know, getting up, going out, you know, like actually being in the room with 400 people and having a blast. And um, so it's usually my fun is always kind of work-related, if you will. It's kind of, you know, getting up and going to meet some people. I mean, yeah, travel, yes. I love traveling, but travel just isn't as fun as it used to be with all of that, you know, the COVID restrictions and the mandates and the this and the PCR tests and ugh. So... Uh, travel is really my a number one fun. I love going shopping too, but who's got time? Uh, but yeah, when I can get out and just sort of be, you know, and, and also the Barnes and Noble book signings that I'm doing right now for the book are just a whole bunch of fun. 
I love being in Boston. You know, I always had it on my on my vision board. You know, it was like oh, it's checked it off the list now. Now I wanted to write my book and I wanted to do the book signings at Barnes and Noble. Well, check that one off the list. So pretty darn proud of myself, I have to say. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, before we get a bit more into your book and how all that's going and the event, tell us a bit more about your motivation. What gets you up and keeps you going? Every yeah, day? I got I've got to say, I really am very uh, passionate about, you know, the position and condition of women. I love media and all media, but I also really love, you know, um, just helping people up level a little bit. I see so many superstars that just don't believe they are. And so for me, that's kind of, that's where I step in. When I was a kid in school, I used to go out, you know, the recess, and I never really, like, clicked with the, with the kids, but I'd always go play with the underdog, the one that everybody was bullying. That was the one that my, my heart went out to, and I felt really bad for them, you know. So I'd spend time with them. Uh, as I got a little bit older, instead of going out on, you know, I'm talking elementary school now, I didn't go out even to recess anymore. I just would go up to the kindergarten class. And I would help the teacher grade papers or read to the kids or like I, I wanted to do big girl grown up stuff even as a child and uh, and make a little bit of a difference and have fun and, and learn what, you know, t teaching meant and learning how, what really, you know, like kind of like living in service, if you will. I didn't know I was doing it at the time. I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. So it's what I did. And I had a great time doing that. And um, yeah. That's just kind of how the book got started. I saw a bunch of women. You know, you can imagine that as a model. I saw some of the most beautiful women on the planet back in the day, in the 80s. And a lot of the girls, you know, that I was meeting were either drugging or drinking or in bad and toxic relationships. You know how you do when you're younger, right? But I'm thinking to myself, wow, there's something, you know, that's just, you know, self-esteem's going on there. I think there's some self-esteem. My mother, gorgeous woman. Oh, don't take my picture, please. Don't take my picture. I come out horrible in pictures. Ma, what are you talking about? You're gorgeous. You know, what, what's, you know, the thing. My grandmother, beautiful lady, beautiful lady, decides at 40, whatever she was, five, six, seven, eight, she had to lose weight. She didn't, Timothy. She did not have to lose weight. And so she was gorgeous. At, at, boom, in go to, you know, diet pills. She chokes on them, uh, perforates her esophagus, and winds up in the hospital for six weeks. And I'm going, well, that was kind of dumb. <laughs> you know, what'd you do that for? So I saw a lot of examples around me of women that were really superstars and just needed to, they needed to be told, they needed to believe it, they needed to do the work. And back then, nobody really knew what the work was. Today, you know, we know exactly what we, you know, what we need to be doing. When I was a kid, all I did was when I go to bookstores, I was boom, right to the self-help section. I never read a biography. I never read fiction. I never read a romance. And I would have time for all that. I wanted to be better. And I wanted to, you know, do the work that it was going to take in order to kind of figure out, you know, what, what it was that I really wanted to be, how I really wanted to show up in the world. And, uh, and yeah, so it's the work, it's kind of, it's the work that I do. You know, I say my book is really more of a resource than a read. You know, it's, it's a, it's a manual, but for me, it's a mission and a movement. You know, I want people, not just women. I say women because um, I, I talk a lot with women. It's kind of, I'm, I'm women-centric centric in my business. But I really want men also, a lot of guys are reading this book. I just just ran into a couple the other day going, God darn, close to that book. With my mastermind, you know, the women come in every other week and they, they have to read a chapter. The chapters start with re uh, lease, so release, and we end 12 chapters later with reciprocal. And there are all kinds of re words in the middle for our chapters. And I have w women coming in and go, Clarissa, this book has changed my life. Well, I'll tell you, as an author, that is just the compliment of all times. That is the pinnacle of what I <laughs> could ever imagine that someone would say. And it's exactly what I love to hear, but exactly the work that I know. When somebody says that, I know they're putting in the hard work. Because the book is, 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 is comprised of different, 12 different chapters that are an easy read, but the work that you're going to do isn't. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that, it's my why. You know, why do you do what you do? The why is because I saw so many women that were not living peak potential, um, and I wanted to be able to do something to help them look better, feel better, diet, exercise, nutrition, 
be better, everything else, and then greater good, you're good, uh, be, uh, uh, be better, uh, sorry, look good, feel good, be good, uh, greater good is where you pay, you know, pay it forward, um, tithe, volunteer, you know, give back, whatever it is you do, because um, that's kind of like the one thing, you know, it's like a self-esteem 101, you want to feel good about yourself, do something good for somebody else. You know, like when you hold open an elevator, silly stuff, hold open the elevator door for somebody that's running and you feel good about that, you know, whatever it is, uh, you help the lady down the stairs with the baby carriage, you know, the stuff you know is the right thing to do. But when she turns and goes, oh, thank you so much, you feel like it did something good for somebody. You know, I don't remember the last time, I, I don't get on uh, public transportation much because I don't live in a city and everywhere I need to go, I, I need a car. But, you know, are people still getting up for the elderly on the bus? Are they still getting up for pregnant women on the bus or on a train? You know, those little common courtesies that cost you nothing. All of those manners that I know I was taught as a child, and, and so many people were, but seem to have forgotten. Um, sometimes it's just the littlest things that you can do for somebody else that's going to make you kind of, it's going to put a lilt in your step. You're going to feel pretty good. You're going to feel good about doing something that silly and that little for somebody, you know? Uh, so imagine if you're doing bigger things, the kind of impact you could have in the world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. And um, let's jump into your dreams and goals now. But before we get specific with dreams, goals, and vision for your company going forward, can you tell us a little bit more for those who are listening to the podcast that are 22, 21, 18, 16, who haven't started the self-improvement journey and they don't know what the work is can you tell us a little bit about maybe first couple steps of building that self-esteem if you're in that age group that's kind of the age group where you have to let go of the tribe your natal tribe is we love them we're always at the thanksgiving table we'll be home for christmas mom but you have to be able to say thanks for your teachings love you more than life itself, but it's my time, it's my day, it's my thoughts, it's my growth, and some of the things you did teach me, I'm going to have to let go of, and, and, and I'm going to learn new things. And some of those new things, when I bring them back for the Thanksgiving dinner and for Christmas, you may not agree with, and that's okay. Um, and so you have to be able to know that sometimes you're going to offend somebody, you're going to trigger some something in someone, you may upset somebody, they might, the tribe, and I mean your aunts, your uncles, your brothers, your sisters, your siblings, your cousins, they are not always going to be happy about your moving on and up-leveling. So know that it is absolutely normal. It is your job in life to be a better person. I think it's your job in life. I think it should be a mission for all of us to be a better person tomorrow than we are today in yeah. something, in some way. Um, uh, and, and I think that anyone that's listening to this can say that they are. Um, if they're following you and they're listening to a, a, a podcast about self-esteem, they probably have already encountered this in some way, shape, or form. Jealousy is a very funny thing. And the family can get jealous. They can and they will and they do frequently do that. Love them where they are at. As you grow and as you become and you step into your place of truth and power um, and of, of with great ease, grace and glory, you know, come back, come back home, meet them where they're at. Love them where they are. They may have done all of the changing or, or that they're going to do in their lifetime. You're going to be doing so much changing. It's going to, your head's going to spin, you know, like Linda Blair and the Exorcist. I mean, you're just going to be like, whoa. I didn't, <laughs> you know, like I didn't know that all of these, it, be open to all opportunities and all the possibilities. That's another thing that I would really highly suggest because they're going to come your way and you are going to have to be mindful enough, i.e., you're going to have to look good. Remember, we're all judged on the way we look. I'm sorry to be the messenger. It just is what it is. People are going to judge you immediately. They're going to judge you by the words that come out of your mouth. They're going to judge you by how many curse words you use, you know, during your uh, uh, colloquy. You know, like, okay, did we really have to use the F-bomb every two words there? We probably didn't. So I'm just I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying you're going to be judged by it. You're going to be judged by the way you dress. You're going to be judged by, uh, you know, by your, you know, your health. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not judging you. I'm saying you will be judged. 
Your diet, your exercise, nutrition, it all works as one. You know, with your with the way you look and the way you feel. You walk out that door in the morning, you know if you're feeling good about yourself or not. So yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And just real quick before we jump into your dreams and goals, you said letting go of, you know, the, the tribe. Yes. Yep. Well, you have to release some of the teachings. I'm not saying let it go of the try. Don't get rid of your parents. Just, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, their teachings may not be may not resonate with you now. What does like? How does one let go? I feel like that's a very confusing thing. Similar with forgiveness. That's something I'm trying to wrap my head around right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just gets confusing. So can you dive into it a little bit? Letting go. Letting go just happens naturally and normally as you as you grow. Letting go happens naturally and normally as you grow. Because as you start to understand that there's a whole world out there, there's a whole other way of thinking and dreaming and, and, and the teachings and your education, it's a whole, it's a whole different uh, uh, prospect than what you were taught up until, let's say, 18 for all intents and purposes, right? When you leave the house. You know, when you're in the house, it's kind of warm and cushy and cuddly for some or whatever it is, whatever it represents to you, you've learned what you can learn there. High school brought you to a certain point. Then you go to college. You leave the house and you go on to college. This is a whole secondary step in your uh, in your evolution as as a person and as a being. So it's going to happen no normally and naturally. It's going also to depend on how hungry you are for the for the education and the information. And and another really important part is who are you listening to. So this is another part of education. Are you listening to the newscasts only from the left or only from the right? Or are you in between? I like to listen to them both because I want to be able to, to draw my own conclusion. I don't want anybody, I don't want one, one uh, polarity or the other way telling me how I must think. I want to be able to draw my own conclusion. And you'll find the same things in your love relationships. You're going to find the same things also in your friendships. Um, some of your friendships might be, you know, some might be polarizing. You might walk up, you know, to a, to a group of people and they're talking, you know, you know, some smack about people you somebody you really like. Are you going to stand there and join in and become a part of the gossip crowd, you know, the gossip column? Or are you going to walk on and go, yeah, guys, that's not cool because I really love Cindy. She's great. Got to go. You know, she's just great. Now, I don't know if you know, you should really try to get to know her better because what I know of Cindy is not what I'm hearing right now. Do you have the gumption to stand there and say that to the crowd? There's another thing that says, um... Oh, what is that? What is the uh, loyalty is when you have someone's back behind their back. Loyalty is when I have your back behind your back. Loyalty is when you have my back behind my back. I think that's one of the most profound that, that will tell you. It's like the other thing, Timothy, when they say, who are you when nobody else is around? What is your character? Who are you truly when you're the only one in the room? Hmm. That's your true self. So I think, you know, they always say, um, you know, the true self comes out when you're like trying to detangle the Christmas lights for the tree, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, who are you really? Uh, and that is, that is something to be mindful of. I catch myself. Sometimes every once in a while something will happen. Maybe you know how you like drop something once you go to pick it, you drop it again, you, know, you drop it the third time, you go, God dang it. Recently, you know, in the last couple of years of my life, I started to go, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. Back up, not that big of a deal. Just one more time, but never get it. You know, it just you no. probably just. Such a, so I, I I started to see a pattern, and also in myself at times that was sort of like, well, did that really warrant that kind of reaction? If somebody cuts in front of you in, in traffic, do you really have to scream and yell and shout and flip them a finger at it? Or can you just graciously say, well, they might be in a you know, bigger hurry than I am. Or maybe they're distracted. You know how many people, you know, life is life, right? And we're, we have st stuff, we're being bombarded, you know, right now. But we ha everybody's got their trip. They've got their story. They've got their difficulties. You know, I, I know that I have driven sometimes and I've been, you know, thinking about other things or I've been, you know, tripping about something else and, 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 I, and I made a stupid move. We've all done it. Why will drive? That might be what's happening to that person right then and there. So if you were able to step back and just go, that's cool. No, nope, no problem. Hey, that's all right. No problem. That you know, go ahead. No, please go ahead. You know, I, I insist, kind of thing. Like get really, you know, sickening with it. You know, go ahead and say, yeah. man, you're gonna feel so much better about who you are. 
You know, I mean, getting angry in a lot of situations is something, I think that kind of anger, you know, save your anger for something that really, you know, may be warm. I'm angry right now about how people treat one another on a global scale. I'm angry right now about how people have always treated each other. And I think we can be doing a much better job. And I'm going to go back and say, if your self-esteem is in order, and I'm not trying to sell books here, because believe me, I don't. after the publisher gets theirs and the co-writer, you know, the guy who did my ghostwriting gets his, I get, you know, a, a, enough maybe for a cup of coffee. I don't know. And not even a Starbucks. I'm talking like a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's not about selling the book. It's about, you know, really being passionate about, just being the right thing, doing the right thing, um, you know, uh, and leveling up. Uh, if everyone's self-esteem, I say, if I say, if your feet, if your self-esteem is intact when your feet hit the ground in the morning, then you're gonna have a better relationship with yourself, and you're darn sure gonna have a better relationship with those around you, no matter what the relationship—work, love, family, whatever that is. Someone you've never met before, you know. Yeah. Uh, I did, you know, I was at the store this morning, I went to get some food, you know, I walked by, oh, I said to that lady, oh, that's such a pretty shirt you've got on. And it was, I didn't, wasn't lying, it really was, but I know she said, oh, thank you. Silly stuff like that. You know, just the silliest stuff. Now, she'll never remember me, and I'll probably never remember her if I see her again. But it was a spur of the moment, it was a little teeny kindness that was spontaneous and it meant something. Imagine if we're being really mindful about our kindness, if we're really stepping up to the plate for one another and, and understanding and realizing that how we are being as beings is not okay. Hmm. Yeah. Not okay. I love that. I love that. And I love the saving your anger, not being angry over petty things, but saving it for like indignation. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you really need to be angry about something, be angry about, you know, ch children being abused and trafficked, you know, be angry about, you know, spontaneous wars breaking out, be angry about the injustices, you know, and, and there have been many recently. I don't want to go down a political path, doesn't matter how I vote, doesn't matter how you vote. I don't even care how, how you vote. I want to know what's the character, just like Martin Luther King wanted to know, the, the, the character of the person. Who are you? And then you can, you know, like hot dogs and I like hamburgers, whatever. It doesn't matter to me how you vote. It matters to me who you are when the going gets tough, how you talk about me behind my back. It, you know, do you stop at an accident when you see on the road or do you keep going? I stop every time, every time. If I see that someone is in distress, I will stop. Doesn't make me perfect. Doesn't make me great. Doesn't make, just makes me Clarissa. That's what I do. Yeah. And I think that if we all cared just a little bit more, it would be, you know, we'd really be, we would be doing the up leveling I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Well, Clarissa, thank you for that masterclass in getting <laughs> self-esteem back and just, I don't know, you went from, uh, you know, leaving the limiting beliefs of the tribe to really getting that self-awareness to growing through that self-awareness to giving back to society. So honestly, you went through it's everywhere because self-esteem is everything you are, every, the way you dress, what you eat, how you speak, how you interact with it's all, how you talk to yourself. We have a bunch of work in, in uh, some work in the book. It's called Mirror Therapy. You talk to yourself in the mirror. And whereas it may sound like the craziest, dumbest thing you're ever going to hear, it's one of the most powerful exercises you will ever do. Um, remember also that people come into your life for a reason. Some people will come into your life for a season. And some people come in for a lifetime. Be able, you know, when you... When you start to hone a little bit more with your self-esteem, you might be able to understand straight up, up front, who's there for a reason, who's there for a season, and who's there for a lifetime. So be really careful about, about who you allow into your inner circle. I'm not saying you have plenty of people in the outer circle. You can outer circle all day long. But the ones I'm talking about are the ones that you give them. One of the most precious things that you will ever give to somebody is your time. Another thing is your word. Your word is the one of the most important things you will ever give to someone. So keep it. Keep it. 
Uh, another thing I like to talk about is failing. People say, oh my God, I'm so afraid because, ah, you know, it's a self-esteem thing. Oh, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid of this. I have the fear of that. I'm fear, fear, afraid, afraid, afraid. Well, failing is a natural, it, it's just what we're going to do. We're never going to be perfect, just isn't that, it's not, never going to happen. But what I can promise you is that the acronym for fail is the first attempt in learning. The first attempt in learning. And if you allow yourself to fail every time you fail you're that much closer to success and I guarantee I say this frequently but you know I guarantee you the first car that came off of Ford's assembly line wasn't the perfect car yet and I guarantee you that the first light bulb that Einstein created although they say it was Tesla but let's not go down that path um, you know that Einstein uh, you know uh, worked on wasn't what's in our in our fixtures today right so Failure is, is a natural and normal. Please embrace failure. Please thank, you know, whoever it is you, you talk to, speak to. It could be universe. It could be divine. It could be source. It could be God. It could be Buddha. It could be Allah. I don't care. But whoever it is, make sure that you are thanking them for one step closer to your goal, for being one step closer to your goal. I love it. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and jump into your dreams and goals now. Tell us about your vision for the rest of your life and your company. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I am very excited about the first, you know, the, this first event coming up at the end of the year. The, the idea that I can pull together women from all over the world, they have tribes, communities, associations, affiliations, uh, you know, um, um, uh, charities, all kinds of women from all over the world now will come in for this two slash possibly three day webinar possible hybrid event because uh, we're still uh, it won't happen until probably November beginning of November but we are you know actively working on this now and again the women's global event for me is something is another one of my dreams that I've been working on so we've got you know women's global media now that is, is being born right next next to in the limelight media we've got the event coming up which is really exciting um, I think that there are so many women that live in countries that are so blessed and then there are so many women that live in countries that are so much less than what they deserve. And uh, I was in back in 2011, yeah, I was ambassador to the United States that helped African women win the Nobel Peace Prize. So I was an uh, ambassador that, you know, kind of helped get the word out and do whatever. And as I lived in Italy for 30 years, we used to get a lot of African news because Italy is here and Africa is there. We used to get CNN International, a lot of African news, and I was to Africa many times. And when they called me to do this this campaign called Walking Africa, I went, oh, I'm there, I'll do it. So I was here in the States and I, I was the ambassador for that. So, you know, going to Africa, you're able to see firsthand that, you know, these was, these women are, are walking miles and miles and miles with, you know, with the, with the um, vessels on their bodies, on their heads, on their, and the children on their back. I mean, they were just really, just to have a good clean glass of water or going through hell and back in splintering heat. And these are the kinds of things that really, they, they do remain impressed in your memory, Timothy, when you see these things. India, I've been to three times. I, can sh I, I remember distinctly going to India and seeing a mother that lives under a bridge in all kinds of weather, she lives under a bridge, and she had a, a toddler running around who was, only had a shirt and a diaper, no shoes, and I'm talking about in horrible conditions. And she was covering up her newborn with a piece of newspaper. This is how poor people are. This is how poor people are. And when, until, and, and this is another thing I'd like to say to the, the young people, when it is at all possible, travel. And go to places that are not, you know, uh, Switzerland, Germany, Italy, you know, England, go to these other places that, because we're all God's children, get over there and see how other people live. And it will change your perspective on life. It will change your perspective. And this is another reason why I want to do this event, because I want to be able to, to turn this event into a place where women will, um, again, I'm very passionate about the, you know, position and condition of women, but this is, this is a place where women will find most, hopefully will find a way to really truly support one another. And I have different mechanisms that I will put in place to see how that, if we can do, our, you know, how we can do our best work there. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. I love it. I love it. So we got the global event for women coming up at the end of the year. The women's global event. Yep. Women's global event. 
and the vision for it is to turn to a place where they can really truly find a way to support one another so is this going to be an annual Event? Yeah, I'd like for it to be annual. I think to be able to do it uh, every, you know, I'd like to, for it to become a summit, like a really big, big, big event. I'm starting out small. You know, we'll start out with a webinar, maybe possible hybrid. I don't know, but I just, I want to start bringing the people in. I want to start being known for this event and uh, and have it be a place where men can really, they can just get in there, uh, you know, and, and network support one another, um, uh, give tips, tools, resources to one another. Uh, look, I, I run a mastermind. I've been networking with women my whole life. And usually when, you know, women that beat from the heart all get into the same room, smoke will rise. And it's an amazing, it's a magical thing to see. It's really great. And, and, and we love our men, by the way. Do not think that. I love men there. I love them. Love, love, love. But I think that, you know, I, I resonate well uh, with working with women and um, and wanting to and wanting to help them in every way. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Are there any other dreams or goals that you want to chat about? I'd like to get. I'd like to find the love of my life. Now I'll be sixty three next month, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the universe has in store for me, Timothy. But I will be sixty three next month, and I would like to find the love of my life. I've never been married. I didn't have children, so I would very much like to find someone to fall madly in love with, and vice versa, and live out our lives. You know, doing uh, in in philanthropic work. Absolutely, I love that. That's a second. That's a second goal, and then the third goal would be to you know, um, um, you know, to get back on the road, get back on the speaking circuit, write my second book. I think I'd love to have this book have a workbook attached to it, uh, so that you know people can take a deeper dive. Now, there's plenty of work in this, the self-esteem regime. There is plenty of work in here to do, but a workbook would I think would be a nice addendum. Uh, again, you can get it in, in Barnes and Noble. You can get it at Amazon. Uh, and, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a great read. I'm getting great reviews on the book. People are really ecstatic about the, the, the life changing, uh, life altering, uh, possibilities and opportunities that they're getting just by what, just by reading the book. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love it. Well, there we go. If there were one or two people that you can meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person. And they'd really Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Um, Let's make it alive because we want to be able to practically like help you make the introduction, get you going. Really? Okay. Awesome. Well, if if I would say if they were deceased, I would like to say Nelson Mandela, uh, and I would say Gandhi, and that would be my two. Uh, if it's alive, it's Oprah for sure, and um, Martha Stewart because they both have multimedia platforms. They do different things, but they were able to build multimedia platforms out of uh, out of uh, just their name and uh, and their name recognition alone. That stands for something that is good. Martha a little bit less than Oprah, um, but you know, it stands for because you know she went through that whole court battle thing. But okay, I digress. Um, but I mean, um, but Oprah would be my absolute you know number one go to gal if I could meet anyone. That would be her. There we go. There we go. Um, I want. To challenge you a little bit more on this question, um, who would you meet, type of person or specific person, to really help you meet the love of your life? Who who would I have to meet? Yes, who would you have to meet to either help you or who would the love of your life be? And if you talk about them, can you describe them in as great detail as possible? Yes, I have. It's actually written on my, I have it written down, all of the things that I want. In, I would like for him to be uh, worldly intelligent, uh, uh, well-educated. Um, I would like for him to be uh, philanthropic, philanthropic, I keep saying tropic, philanthropic, there we go. Uh, so, you know, a guy that beats from the heart, somebody that is very well-respected uh, on a global scale. Um, and that is, um, uh, he is, obviously he's successful, um, but he's he's the kind of man that, you know, really enjoys doing things uh, with also, you know, at home, entertaining with the family um, and um, and and loves to, you know, loves loves being affectionate and uh, has he has he's a guy that just doesn't live in any kind of fear at all, you know, just like no fear. No, no fear. Uh, a guy that's not afraid to cry, you know, who's sensitive and, you know, in that way as well. You know, you don't have to be 
the Incredible Hulk. You know what I mean? You don't have to be, you just have to be, I don't need like all that testosterone. I just need somebody that's real, you know, somebody that's real. I just want them real. I want them honest, you know, like no lies, no cheating, no stealing, no betraying, not, not of all, you know, none of that. That's so low level energy stuff. It's not even funny. It just doesn't, it doesn't serve you as a man to do that to a woman and you'll devastate her. So not only are you letting yourself down, you're letting her down too. I mean, in a big way. So don't be that guy, you know, don't be just as here I go off on my, my pontificating again, but don't be that guy. Yeah. Be that guy. Be the stand-up guy. Be the one that she's really looking for. Be 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 somebody you can look in the mirror at and be real. You know, it's okay if you think you're looking good. That's great. But do the right thing by your heart and hers. Um, or don't or don't date at all. Don't marry at all. If you want to keep playing the field, knock yourself out. But don't commit to someone and tell them you love them when you know you're looking over her shoulder at Susie Q behind her. Don't do that. Yeah. And I know it's a guy thing. I get it. I get. But you know what? Men men also uh, need to up level in a big way, and they need to be looking out for the younger younger generation of men and boys. You know, you're the ones that are educating them. They're watching you. You know, who do you want them to be? Who's the man that you would want your daughter to marry? Answer yourself that question. Who is the man that if you had a daughter, you would want her to marry? That's how you need to be acting, and that's how you need to be educating the younger ones. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you had it written down. I was about to ask you if you had it written down, but I'm yeah, he's on the refrigerator. He's there. <laughs> he's on. The, I read it every day. There we go. There we go. Well, we're gonna go ahead and jump into our thriving three right now. Okay. Actually, real quick, most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you accomplish your dreams and goals. Okay, number one, um, well, one of the things I do is, it might sound silly, but I get about four or five different newsletters that come in from dictionaries. Free Dictionary, Webster's, Collins, I can't remember them all. So I get like four or five new words every day that come in, and I just continue to add to my vocabulary. It's something that I just love, it's fun for me, so I love to do that. Second thing is, whether you want to or not, I'm telling you, affirmations work, they just do. Every one of my chapters is, has the affirmation section. Use mine, create yours. Uh, uh, create your vision board. If I were to show you my refrigerator, you'll see it has a house on it, it's got, you know, it's got affirmations on it, it's got my guy on it. If I were to take you to the back room, you would see two vision boards. One is a spiritual vision board and the other one is a physical uh, uh, vision board. I got Bentleys all over that baby. I mean, it's a Bentley Haven back there. And I've got, you know, uh, engagement rings and I've got Oprah and I've got private jets and I've got all the things that um, I have asp aspire to in some way, shape, or form. I've had, you know, I've been on Oprah's radio show, so I kind of made it. You know, I, Barnes and Noble's there, I did that. I've been on private jets before, don't own one. You know, so I'm kind of in some of these things, but not all. And by the way, it's not all about the money and it's not all about the glitz and glam. Most of the things that I do, people don't really know because I don't put it out there for the world to see. But, um, affirmations, huge. Vision boards, huge. Um, and also make sure that you're just you're just feeding your body properly. Make sure that you're getting the proper nutrition, and and the, and and also along with that enough get eight hours at least of sleep a night. Can't tell you how important it is. So a lot of the self care things that you're putting aside or you're putting off, and you guys too, right? You know you are you're. We're all pushing hard. We're all, uh, you know, we're working really hard. But the downtime I've, I'm coming to understand is just as important as, you know, our uptime. So make sure that you're getting the sleep. Make sure that you need to take the vitamins. Make sure you get to the doctor. Make sure, you know, for us women, we need to be going to a doctor every year uh, for, you know, different reasons. We need to be making time for that because oh, I don't have any time. I don't have any time. Well, you made a time for your hair appointment. You made a time to have drinks with the girls. You made a time to um, get your nails done. You made the time to go shopping for, you know, put it in your calendar. I don't care what you have to do. One of the things you must do is to put that one hour, two hours to whatever it is a week and get it into the calendar. Sorry, I'm not here for anybody. You turn off the phone. I don't care if you TikTok for two hours. I don't care. Knock yourself out, but, but you've got to, you cannot sustain that pace and not eventually burn out. Yeah.
There we go. Well, awesome. Now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Favorite podcast is going to have to, God, I go, I know. I really love, all right, movie, I'm going to have to go, oh, God, this is so hard. All right, let me go. I'll do three, two, one. The King's Speech, number three, was phenomenal. The Godfather series, along with uh, along with Goodfellas, because I'm from Jersey and I love my mafia uh, movies, and the number one movie of all time for me was Terms of Endearment with with um, I told you I was sixty three. Hold on a second. Uh, yeah, I've never <laughs> seen it. So I know it's so great. With oh darn it. Terms of Endearment, it's, it's got Jack Nicholson and dun, 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 stay right there, <laughs> Shirley MacLaine, Shirley MacLaine. There we go, there we go. All right, that's the movie. What else? Uh, book and podcast. Book, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Love it. For sure. Love Number, it. okay, that one, and then podcast. You know, I don't really follow Joe Rogan, but if I catch him every once in a while, that's fine. I go for all of the podcasts that are only business-based, but I will listen to Bill Maher. You know the comedian Bill Maher? I do not, but... He's, he's, he's very... Uh, he's kind of left, if not far left. Um, I listen to him because he's funny, and, and, it, and it brings in a different perspective for me. It brings in the kind of things that I, don't, I wouldn't get off the TV. So he's on HBO, which means, you know, you get a, a different kind of vibe coming from that. I love listening to him. I also love listening to Stuff You Should Know as a podcast. And then probably, again, you know, I go everywhere from, like, Brendan Burchard. I'll listen to... Um, um, Russell Brunson, you know, ClickFunnels. Um, I listen to a lot of the business podcasts as well. I'm going through Russell's uh, one funnel away right now to get the email list for this podcast blown up. Nice. Yep. <laughs> it's exciting. He, um, man, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. I was like, because I'm big on the self-improvement, big on the business information as well. But I've always stayed at the kind of free level and you want to get so much information, you kind of have to piece it together. Yeah. But in one funnel away, he really broke down marketing in a way that it just clicked in my head. And I was like, I've been missing this this whole time. Right. right. I have both of his books and I've got to say, I got to find the time to sit down and write, but I'm so slammed right now. But I, I would like to go back and, you know, I think to be, what's it, what does it call it? The, uh, the something leader, the... Um, Oh, uh, the one that everybody wants to follow. Uh, what? No. Anyway, the, the um, oh, God. He calls it, like, not the awesome leader, but the, anyway. Okay, I know what I'm talking about, I think. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of know what you're talking about, too, but it's, it's not hitting right yeah, now. Yeah, it's not hitting right now. You're right. It's the, oh, brother, the one that it, people want to follow, the one that, you know, the one that's uh, and the one that's at the top, the one, anyway, I know what I mean. And the books are somewhere. I don't know. But go ahead. Sorry. Yep, this sounds good. Um, what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Um, I, I really did the hunker down and say, okay, I'm going to start taking the vitamins again, make sure I take them all the time and getting the rest. You know, I was doing like 15, 16, 17 hour days and then the rest would be sleep. I decided that I was going to stop doing that. I'm going to allow myself 12 hours of work and 12 hours off, 12 hours on, 12 hours off. So however I use those 12 hours, which is normally eight hours of sleep and then a little bit of TikTok as I'm, you know, falling out, all, out to sleep. Because um, I love TikTok. I get a lot of great information off of TikTok. I, you know, like we were like all abuzz when YouTube first came out. We came out because we got so much great information. I find the same thing on YouTube, on um, TikTok. So um, I also like to just, you know, when I can get into the kitchen and like make some of my cosmetics or, um, you know, candles or soaps or like I'm really homey and crafty that way. Uh, so I love doing that. Um, and yeah, I mean, just, I just, you know, loving life right now. There we go. There we go. Yeah. What is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet the man of your dreams? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I, ah, uh, that's a great question. Meet the man of my dreams. Dang, how am I going to do? 
You're right. How am I going to do that? Uh, I was doing it with online, with an online uh, thing for a while. And to be honest, uh, I just I did meet with someone um, and we were together for nine months and it ended three months ago and it ended for other reasons. Um, you know, I want to get in here to here, but it, you know, I'm kind of just getting over that a moment. And then I may, the only reason, way I can really meet people is to go online. Um, I go to a, a, a website called Millionaire Match, and it's where I find you know the kind of people that I would I would like to I think that I resonate well with, um, and but I don't have that much time right now to be dedicating you know because I oh, even with the relationship I was just in it took so much time away from everything else, uh, so you really have to so there was no TikToking you know and it was eight hours of sleep and then those extra hours were dedicated to the relationship in some way shape or form so you know you only have so many hours in a day and you can only move so fast. Uh, so yeah, that the one step might be right now, just you know, letting it all sink in. Uh, you know, learn the lesson. Uh, lots of self care recently, and then just go ahead and probably get back online. Unless you know, I'm at an event or something happens. You never know. I just you know, in the last couple of months, I've I've emceed a couple of gala events here in town, and you know that sort of thing. So we'll, we'll see who who and who who I might be able to meet. There we go. <laughs> I'll let you know. There we go. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Have you ever read the book Who Not How by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin P. Hardy? No. Dan Sullivan, I think I have a couple of his no bullshit books. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, that was Dan Kennedy. No, no, no. That was Dan Kennedy. Never mind. Dan Sullivan. Ooh, I'm writing that one down. What's the name? The book is called Who Not How. Okay. And it's by okay. Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin P. Hardy. Okay. So what does it tell me? It tells you how to stay in your zone of genius and build out like a team. So like with the time thing of like, I don't know if you're 12 hours a day in your zone of genius. If you are great for you, if you're not, it would have you like outsource the other things. So you could either spend 12 hours a day. I do that. I do all that. I do do that. I do. I do. I do. Okay. Yeah, we do that. But you know, um, they can, yes, they do that and they do it well. Uh, but I find that most of it comes back to me anyway. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know why. But anyway, let's move on from that. Yep, yep, gotcha, gotcha. Awesome. Well, we got one last question for you. Yeah. So you know how there are people on the planet who have a really fixed mindset, not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that and sometimes they'll die like that, unfortunately. Yes. Other times they'll make the switch and to more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that change? Pain. Mm. The pain. You know, it's how much pain are you willing to accept? It's like life will only put into, you know, it'll put, life will put into your life uh, what you, only what you put up with. Or God or source or, you know, you're only going to get from life what you'll put up with, right? So what are you putting up with? And how painful is that? Mm. Uh, you know, pain is a great motivator. Great motivator. Uh, it's just it's the same kind of concept with alcohols, alcohol, alcoholics, right? Um, they don't really make the change until they hit rock bottom, and then from rock bottom, you're able to build your way back up. And, but they need the tools and resources. They need support in order to be able to do that. Um, so the same thing kind of holds true with with what you just asked me, and that is, where's your threshold of pain? How much more are you going to take? How much more are you going to feel horrible about yourself? Because you know when you're watching everybody else around you thrive and you're still feeling stuck, it's not a great feeling. Yeah. you know. Or when you're feeling worthless and you're not feeling productive and you're not realizing your dreams, you've definitely got a self-esteem problem. You've got a self-esteem problem. Uh, either because somebody else told you you couldn't or you couldn't. And you're living in fear. You know, you're living in fear of the tribe and what they're going to do and what they're going to say and if they're going to get offended and if they're going to get hurt. Look, the work that you are going to have to do is A, work, right? And the second thing that it, ta it takes a lot of work, but it takes a lot of courage. You know, you don't get this ticket for free. You've got to do the work. You have to put in the work in order to make change happen. And that... It, you know, the motivation comes from your why. Why? Because I don't want to feel like this anymore. Why? Because I'm sick and tired of feeling like a loser when I see everybody else around me crushing it. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you can, if you can, look, 
everybody can, everybody can do anything. Here's another thing that I came, that I, that I, I went, and I, I was on stage a couple days ago and I said, here's another thing that's really important. Oh, you can do anything, you can do anything, you can do anything, you can do anything, anything you want to do, you put your mind to it. Well, you can do many things until you can't. You can do anything until you can't. And what I mean by that is, who do you need to be making amends with? Where's that one phone call you've been supposed to make, been making for a long time and you haven't? Who's the friend you need to reach out to that kind of didn't end really well with? And you're yeah, you kind of like you can let bygones be bygones. You know, did you tell somebody you loved them before God decided to take them? Were you, you know, should you have made that move? No matter who was right or wrong, doesn't matter. So you you can do anything until you can't. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Yeah. Awesome. Well, Clarissa, is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off? I think we're good. I think we covered, you know, we solved all of life's, you know, the world's problems, which is great. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and outside of that, just get the self-esteem regime. It's a book that's really going to help you guys. I mean, again, I don't, it's not for the money. I'm not trying to hawk books. I'm trying to help people. You know, I'm real, and I think you can feel that. I hope you feel that. I hope your audience felt that because uh, we, we need to be doing better. And we can all do better. It's not that hard, you know. And even those that are doing good, doing great, they still need to be doing better. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for your time, Timothy. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for coming on. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Clarissa had to say, you're excited about the women's global event at the end of the year or the self-esteem regime, make sure to, what's the best way to contact you, Clarissa? Anywhere. So you see, I'm on it. All social except Snapchat at Clarissa Burt. You know, you can find me anywhere. There we go. Go find her on social media. All the links will be in the show notes. As we always ask, send this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.